Hello, welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm so glad you're here today. I have a very special episode with my fiance, Austin Collins, and I want you to be sure to wait until the very end of this episode because we have a very special announcement about our wedding and an invitation for you. So enjoy this episode and make sure to listen to the end. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm your host, Ellie Hope Herringshaw, and I am glad that you're here. Soon to not be Herringshaw. I know. I'm going to have to change my intro. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. I am joined by my fiance. Wow. Oh my gosh. Austin Collins is here with me. We're getting married. We are getting married. Oh my gosh. Rain, snow, shine, viruses, doesn't matter. (laughs) Coronavirus. Yeah. We're getting married and it's happening soon and we are so excited. I'm so, I'm seriously so flipping over the moon happy about marrying you and I'm just excited to share this love and talk about our relationship talk about our struggles on this podcast because that's what I do I talk Mm -hmm. about my life on my podcast and um so thank you for letting me do that my love of course of course we're on cloud nine but it's not always cloud nine like we're going to throw some realism in there. We and like are. Share some pretty real stuff about what we've worked through, kind of yeah. the heart of some issues that we've had to go through to get to this point. Right. That's um, taken a really long time and has been very strenuous for both of us. Yeah. So, you and know, we haven't always done it well. <laughs> we haven't always done it right, but we're here and we're trying our best. Yeah, so I do want to just give a little bit of context that we're actually starting a new podcast series today, which is so fun. And Austin, you're going to be with me on this whole podcast series. What? Yes. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be on the podcast a little bit more. Um, But it's it's going to be really fun because it's actually, you know, it's what we're going through. And like on this podcast, I never want to tell people what to do. Although I do that sometimes, <laughs> but it's not my heart she to does. just say, this is what you need to do, or this is how to do it. I really want to just share the wisdom that the Lord has imparted to me and give a platform for other people to share the wisdom that's been imparted to them. Totally. And, and so with this, like, I just want to give the disclaimer that we don't have all the answers. We don't have, Definitely not. we don't have all of the experience in the world, but the experience that we do have and the wisdom that we do have, we want to share that with you listeners. And yeah. and that's really my heart behind this ministry in general. And it's just such a blessing that, Austin, you're willing to be a part of it. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's I think a really big deal. We've worked through quite a bit. And so I think, much. I think our experience just can just be uh, really insightful to a lot totally. of people. Um, even talking things through for us can be helpful too. Yeah. So yeah, we've we we've, both struggled with things. I think that a lot of people, men and women, mm-hmm. will be able to relate with. Totally. Um, single or or dating or otherwise, or so, divorced or yeah, yeah wherever whatever, you are, whatever it is. I think I think things we've struggled with as men and women have have uh, yeah a lot of people have been there. So yeah, I agree. Should be helpful. Yeah. So let's talk about it a little bit. Um. We want to share a little bit of just about our story and what has led us here and what that was like. So we met over the phone. We didn't actually we did. meet in person. 
It was a setup. And how did that go? Like over the phone. Oh my gosh. We were doing so well. Like we had great conversation. Yeah. Hours of conversation over the phone. Everything was clicking. Like Yeah. Really, honestly. Like, it really I, was. I had a great time. I never never like, met you in person. Right. Mind you. So we only know each other like this that's how we got to know each other initially. I know. I and lived you have, in Fargo, you lived here. And you have a very attractive voice. So I was like, mm, I could listen to him all day. And oh, I okay. did because we talked on the phone for hours and hours and hours. And we would just, we talked about the Lord. We talked about our divorces because you were divorced as well, just like me. Right. We came from pretty, um, I mean, pretty different divorce stories. True. But I mean, <clears throat> all divorces different. <laughs> there's no, there's no one size fits all, obviously. But um, but the pain of that was shared, and that was something right. that was really it connected us. Yeah, it totally connected us. And then what we other. chose to do from that pain in turning to the Lord was like, I was like, oh my gosh, you did that too. <laughs> yeah, right. What? There's another person that totally did that. Connected. It was totally amazing. Connected. So we meet. So this this is the context to our conversation. Yeah. So we dealt with comparison, but like when we met. We, we were talking, we met over the phone. We're having a great time. We're clicking. We're clicking. This is probably what? Several weeks. Yeah. I don't it even was, know. Yeah, I do. Because I'm better at dates than you are. That's true. <laughs> you do remember it's those It's because I journal all the time. But yes. She does do that, yeah. We, <laughs> um, it was several weeks we were talking over the phone. And the first time we talked on the phone, you were like, I want to meet you. The first time. The first time. Okay. We talked on the phone for See, several I don't hours. These is and for you me. said you said, Okay, so this is this is a date that or this is a weekend I have off work. Okay. Would that work for me to come Seems down? Seems right, yeah. It sounds yeah. like me. Okay. So it was very and I was like, Ooh, he likes me and I, I was I liked you. <laughs> well, you know, you just have to meet in person. Like yeah. you can talk to someone on the phone. But we the point is we have great phone conversation. Yeah. We we start our relationship over the phone. I'm in Fargo, you're in the Twin Cities. Yeah. That's how we start. And then we meet in person and what happens? It there's was a terrible. there's a disconnect. <laughs> it's like what is happening to like phone Ellie and Austin. Wait, phone yeah, phone Ellie and phone, and, Ellie and, and phone Austin. Austin. Like what what's going on here? We had such a good vibe. It was it was so weird. Yeah. Nope. Basically we saw each other and we were like, I don't I, this isn't working Where's like this isn't the chemistry yet? yeah yeah what's happening so i'll say too because i saw a photo of you first um so your your aunt set us up of course and she was like hey you're divorced and austin's divorced like obviously this is gonna be great it doesn't really sound like her but no it on. doesn't <laughs> but um but she was like oh and this is his photo he's not on social media which you weren't at the time true that yeah deleted it and you and she Best sent decision. she sent this photo of you and i was like holy crap this man is way too attractive for me and that was a f like literally the first thought that crossed my mind mm -hmm. and i was immediately filled with fear like actually fear i was like i can't do this he's too hot for me you are too you were too hot for me <laughs> that's how you felt that's how i felt and so i almost ran for the hills but the lord made it pretty clear to me don't run for the hills stick it out so we okay so 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 back to when we met so yeah. we meet and then how are you feeling so feelings like that came up 
and we use a word called comparison. Yeah. So what did that look like for you? How were you comparing? Like, what does yeah. comparison mean? So we use it like totally. that. Like that was our struggle. Like I compared, you compared. So in what way did you do it? Yep. And in what way did it cause disconnect for us? Because we find, kind of figured out yeah. later on, like that was our issue. That was we both yeah. dealt with this in very different ways, though. So so how did you do that? And mm-hmm. and and um, yeah, why did it yeah, cause what disconnect? It, well, how did it show up? Um, for me, I saw that picture of you even before I met you. I thought it it was in my brain <laughs> that we would be sitting at a restaurant and people would see us together and think, "How did she get him?" And he could do better. And and that's I know that I know how that comes across, but that is that is honestly what I was feeling because in my marriage my previous marriage, I need to, I need to stay <laughs> my previous marriage. In my previous marriage, I really felt like I was the lucky one in the, in the relationship. Hmm. I really felt like, like he was too good for me and I was the lucky one. And, and the, I, and, and I didn't, I don't know. I felt like very, I just felt so blessed to be with him. Yeah, that's good. And yeah, and that's a good feeling, but looking back he didn't make me feel that way hmm. you know he didn't he didn't make me feel like he felt like the lucky one sure you know what so I mean? that so that was the fear that came up when that you... was the fear that like that i would feel like that again when i feel i felt called in a remarriage relationship or or just in a relationship in general i really believed that i needed to feel like the other person thought I was lucky, that thought that they were lucky or they were blessed too. Yeah, of course. Because we want that, right? Like we want, of course. we want that. And, and especially after being so hurt in my, in that relationship and in the way that I was left and I really wanted to feel, I really wanted to feel like really good in sure. a relationship and secure. Yeah. So I was like, really really believing you were too hot for me and that and that other people would see that like other people seeing us have dinner would see us together and think how did she get him and that you would see that too and think that you could do better sure so it ultimately came came down to like how i would feel were you like why why were this is this question that came up for me yeah why did other people's opinions impact you that way? Like, yeah, and maybe they didn't even have that opinion. That was just like how you thought it's what they I might thought. Yeah. have that opinion. So yeah. why, why did like, why did that affect you so much? That's a good. That's a good question. I don't. I don't know. Because maybe I. I think. I think it would be that. I was afraid that other people would validate my own fear, and the the fear that I had that that I wasn't good enough for you physically. Um, that I wasn't, that we weren't like physically, physically equal, uh, equal on the same, on the same. And it manifests itself with, with believing that other people would feel that way because that's what comparison does, Sure. you know? And it's, yeah, it draw it, it, it puts a wedge in between connection with, with the person that, you're comparing yourself to with other people outside of the comparison and then with yourself. Okay. So we're, so we're together. 
we meet there's there's disconnect Mm -hmm. um can you say more exactly like what um what comparison did for you to cause disconnect specifically with us so how is it how are we not able to connect because of what's going on with so, you. And what? this is, of course, there's stuff going on with me too, right? Yeah, and like, we're, we're going to get there. <laughs> my own issues I'm working through. But why, yeah. like, how, why weren't you and I specifically, this is what we're, that's what we're talking about, right? Like mm-hmm. how we, we met, we're doing good. Then we meet in person. All of a sudden, like, what's going on? So why, why on your side, weren't we able to connect because of things like what? that? I was looking for more validation from you and more security from you than you were able to offer. So I was looking for you to give me assurance that um, both verbal and nonverbal, but but in the fact that you're somebody who is kind of you're you're not super like warm right away. (laughs) You're like, you're, you, you take a little time to warm up to people and to things and to situations. And when I met you, I thought immediately that you weren't attracted to me and that you didn't like me. And so then I, so then I pulled back and began to think, okay, my fears are, are valid here that he thinks he can do better. Okay. And so I was I was trying very hard to be myself and to be friendly cuz that's I'm a bubbly friendly person. Yeah. And then I felt like the more that I was doing that, the more you were turned off by me. <laughs> okay, so really, so really what you're saying is like you you had like very real like honestly, you started off with good expectations. You should want to see verbal and nonverbal communication for me that I'm like into the relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but then when you didn't see that, that's when fears kind of took over or influenced, um, how you, how yeah. maybe, maybe your action or how things were, go- how things were feeling on your end. I, and I think right at the beginning, I really, I was actually pretty proud of myself for not allowing fear to take over. I don't think that I allowed fear to take over too much. Yeah. Where we actually ended up ending things because I was like, this isn't working. This right. isn't going to work. Like, mm-hmm. there's a there's a disconnect here. And um, so I don't actually... I think I can look back and say that I didn't allow fear to take over. I know I've grown so much since then. And this was over two years ago, by the way. <laughs> So I know that I know that I've grown so much since then, but I don't think that fear took over, took over. Yeah. Do you want to share what it was like for you? Sure. I mean, well, initially when we met, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling the chemistry. Like yeah. what you already said, um, like you're like, oh, he's not feeling it. Well, that's true. I wasn't feeling yeah. it. Like there wasn't that instant connection right away. So what we had over the phone, like for whatever reason didn't translate to being in person yeah um yeah so that was a real thing so it was so we met in we met in person and you were just not you just weren't feeling it you were like wasn't feeling it it didn't feel it didn't feel like to me there was chemistry um there wasn't because because there wasn't chemistry (laughs) yeah and it, it was really hard it was really hard but there was something for me there was something so unique about you um with your heart for the Lord and the way that we connected 
that on the phone on the phone uh on the phone first for sure um that just yeah made me look at you differently i think Mm -hmm. i didn't know like if i want to be with you per se but i was like there's just something unique about this girl and i i'm not really feeling it right now but there's just something so unique about you yeah um couldn't quite put my finger on on it (laughs) yeah so we decided to we decided to end things because it just wasn't working wasn't clicking whatever I mean, there's a, there was a number of things that we felt the Lord had said to us about each other that were pivotal in, in holding us in this relationship. Um, and maybe that's a topic for another time, but <laughs> we won't necessarily get into those. But we decided to re-engage in the relationship a couple months later. And right. that was a roller coaster as well because a lot of the things that were still... A lot of these issues of comparison were still present in the relationship then too. Maybe to an extent where we had worked through some of them, but they were still, they were still there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was like, that was tough. But I think for me, the main core of the issue in the comparison was that in my previous marriage, I had, you know, been compared like quite literally with yeah with this other woman who is who was a physical aspect of my marriage the entire time where my ex-husband was was having an affair for five and a half years the whole five and a half years we were married and and so then this idea while I was going through my divorce was that holy crap, I have been like weighed out. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, he didn't choose me. Right. And, and this is, and you know, obviously that was incredibly painful. It was so hard. And then I don't, I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. Um, my rebound, I've shared about my rebound generally. Um, but yeah, I had, I had a rebound relationship when I was going through my divorce and, and that was so, that was really, really hard. And then that ended really, really bad where I was really, really hurt. And in a sense, by that person, I was compared again. And, and I, I, I came out of that really like fell into the Lord, um, ran to him so hard because I felt so, broken by that experience and um but the ripple effects of that are still the enemy takes a hold of those things and he and he took a hold of that that experience those two experiences of being weighed out and being chosen and you know not being chosen by those people yeah um to then say okay see you're not good enough and you don't measure up you don't measure up to this this standard of beauty and to me that was a lot of my physical body and i i've struggled with disordered eating in the past um and with with exercising too much and and things like that where where i've really punished my body for these things and done a lot of berating of my body and myself for not measuring up to this unrealistic expectation and 
And then so entering into this relationship with you where like... That's how you felt. That's how I felt. And you were... You're the hottest man on the planet. Well, that's, that's <laughs> well, a little that's bit. What, but that's what I see. That that's what I see where you are so attractive. And, um, <laughs> but I don't want that to be like a, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, where like, y- like your, your like physical attraction, your, your like f- handsomeness was so apparent physically (laughs) and otherwise (laughs) that that I became so afraid that you wouldn't be able to see me in the way that in in the way that I felt like the Lord was calling that to be in the way you want to be yeah in the way that I wanted to be seen totally totally so okay so that I feel like that was a good representation of what you're going through okay so there so so like audience you you get where she is so here i am i come into the relationship and i have a whole history myself so i I come in a situation i don't know her history right like we we talked on the phone we got to know each other pretty well but i I don't know this whole history Mm -hmm. she doesn't know know you the history of my marriage right right but i don't know these things that you're dealing with in this moment right so i come into this uh the situation with literally the opposite or the same struggle however you want to look at it so this is what i mean and of course we're diving into like the dirty details of relationships so here we go (laughs) so welcome to hope reclaimed the (laughs) podcast of diving in deep (laughs) and realism yeah so so i came in with struggles historically with sleeping around with lust and with pornography so that was particularly in high school, um, but led into later. So I, I ended up being divorced. Uh, my my now ex-wife was cheating on me as well. Didn't help the whole situation. I ended up getting into an unhealthy relationship, kind of like the rebound that she went through. It was just really unhealthy. It was, um, yeah, it, it was it was just not. It was it was very bad. So I come into the in the into the situation where I am sort of um, conditioned by worldly ways of thinking to compare like a lo- what, a, what a lot of guys honestly struggle with when, when it comes to pornography, when it comes to lust is like not seeing someone for who they are, but seeing someone for who they aren't seeing like, oh, you know, you're, you're not this way or you're not this way instead of seeing the person that's right in front of you. So I come in with this history that is literally rubbing you the exact wrong way. And then you're, you know, seeing yourself that way and maybe not being confident is rubbing against me. And it's just like this cycle where we we both have um, the opposite problem or the same problem. It's the same. I, I believe that it is the same problem that manifests itself differently in men and women. And it's this um unrealistic view of women and that same spirit is alive today it's a demon yeah and we we worship that spirit when we engage in in pornography when we allow and and women too i mean women struggle with pornography too thank god i was safe from that but 
but it's the same spirit that is the comparison spirit, I think. Right. So, so you're comparing yourself yeah. to maybe this idealistic worldly figure. Yep. And so am I. So we're doing this similar thing that's rubbing each other the wrong way. We both have good intentions. We both, you know, are are in process. Mm-hmm. We're both running after the Lord, but still have things that we're really, really working There's through. So ripple effects of the sin in our lives and the sin that happened to Definitely. us. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, just ways of seeing perspectives, experiences. So, like, this was our situation for quite a while, but we stayed in it because there was just, because the Lord was in it. Yeah. Really, we yeah. stayed in the relationship because of all the things that the Lord had said to us. And so we needed those things. We, we did need those Otherwise, things. Otherwise, we would have been gone. We wouldn't be here. Yeah. We would not be here. We, we, we need, we need, I desperately needed his word mm-hmm. to help me to keep going because we were just so like almost opposite in the way that we were struggling with things that just rubbed against each other the wrong way. Um, but sort of fast forward a little bit. Um, fast forward a little bit. How are you working through? So we're getting better. We're working on, um, these worldly ways of seeing Mm -hmm. We're we're progressing in our relationship in a lot of ways. Um, we're staying in it despite like rubbing against each other in just really painful ways. Yeah. Both of us. Um, what's helping for you? How are you? Um, like working through, how are you progressing? Hmm. How are you learning to see yourself? Um, how are you learning to not to compare yourself? That's like the topic, right? Yeah, Comparison. Yeah, how yeah. are you learning not to compare yourself and be confident with who you are? Mm-hmm. I think that happened actually when we were apart, when we weren't together. Yeah. A big part of it happened then. Um, where we dated for a few months that second time and then we broke up. Right. And that, I mean, that was super, that was super challenging, but I think it really was in the independent time away from a relationship that the Lord did work in my heart about my value in him yeah, and what is truly my identity because without even knowing it, Mm -hmm. I was trying to get my validation from you. Yeah. And I was trying to receive value from right. the way that you saw me. I was looking in your eyes yeah. to see my reflection. Right. When I was, when we cannot do that. Yeah. When we, when we look into the eyes of someone else to see the reflection that they see, to say, okay, who do you see me as? Right. Then it's, <laughs> it's always, it's always going to fall. It will always fall. And, and so I needed to go, I needed to go back to the Lord continually. Yeah. And when I was, when I was very young, I had a really profound vision of, of heaven. And it was in, it was in that vision that, that I saw my bedroom in heaven and there was a mirror in the bedroom and it, the mirror, I saw that as like, that is the mirror that I receive who God sees me as and that when I look at that mirror in heaven yeah that is how God sees me and he sees me as a princess and he sees me as whole and complete and restored and yeah. new and 
with nothing missing, nothing broken. Yeah. And when I try to see that from my ex-husband or when I tried to see that from rebound guy or when I tried to see it from you, it always falls short. Right. Where like where you're never going, you will never see me perfectly in the way way that God sees me. Absolutely. And when we get that independently, I think we really need to do it independently. Yeah. That totally. That's where, that's where we become solidified and, and that is when we can invite someone else in to say, okay, I can look in your eyes yeah. because I'm not looking in your eyes for my reflection, right. but I'm looking to see that you can see that reflection. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So, so for me, and like, I noticed that mm-hmm. like when, when we got back together, um, and praise God, we got back together. Am we I did. right? <laughs> we, we, did, we did that. Um, I got the ball rolling on that one. Not you gonna did. lie. <laughs> But and I almost stopped that ball real fast. <laughs> yeah, but I I noticed a shift. Yeah. In where you were, um, we're still in process. Mm-hmm. But in that year apart, so we had a full year that we were apart. Mm-hmm. Um, about, I noticed uh, a confidence in you, um, that was extremely attractive that I didn't see the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, you you were you were confident in who you were in a in a very different way, that is just was for me such an attractive quality yeah. and something that was missing for me the year before. Thank you. Yeah, babe. <laughs> so for me in that year, it was similar. Yeah. So I had been working through past, you know, lust, just past sin really yeah. impacting the way that I saw Ellie, um, uh, seeing her for what she wasn't instead of mm-hmm. for who she is. And so the Lord had been working these things out in my life. And, you know, one thing to point out that I actually pointed out to you earlier today mm-hmm. is I wasn't not seeing beauty because beauty is real. Yeah. So, like, so I wasn't not, like, it wasn't the case that you weren't beautiful. I was like, oh, she's not beautiful. I'm not seeing her beauty. You know, I'm not seeing, mm-hmm. like, you're not beautiful. So I'm not seeing that. That wasn't the case. So what was actually the case is I'm seeing this like, twisted, um, worldly image that you're not that's not even real yeah. instead of seeing the real thing that's you because beauty is real beauty isn't fake you know yeah and and so to see something that isn't real is actually like it's not to see beauty i'll tell you that yeah so i had to learn um over time really just to um the lord working working out the way that I saw people that way Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, because my past was so extensive, not even knowing that I saw people that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to learn to see you for who you are, for who's actually in front of me instead of for you're not. So it it was a shift like, you know, first time around, I'm, I'm seeing what you're not. I'm like, Oh, well I'm not, this isn't what I want. I'm not feeling a connection. Second time around, I begin to see you, the person standing in front of me, instead of something that you aren't. I'm saying mm-hmm. like, wait, like, wow, your heart is amazing. Yeah. Like, wow, you have the prettiest face. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing like what you aren't. I'm seeing who you are now mm-hmm. and focusing on that, um, this person that's in front of me. Um, and that's when, um, as we're both working these things out in our lives, 
um, we really we began to make a lot of progress in our yeah. relationship. So this comparison issue, really, we we've talked about has been like probably the biggest one. Yeah. That we've had to work through. Yeah, um, and I want I do want to say too, just as you were talking, um, because I knew that you didn't see me in that in as I I knew you didn't see that beauty that the Lord has put in me. So I, I, I knew that it was something that there was a disconnect, that there was something that wasn't working and that, and that yeah. hurt. Sure. I mean, honestly, yeah. and you, I mean, you know this, we've talked about this, of course, <laughs> this is not new information for you. Um, but I just, I feel like that's important to share on this platform because what that did after that breakup, um, you know, you, and I've, I talked, I talked a lot about a breakup on the podcast. I was like, this, there was this one breakup. It was really hard after divorce. And that, th- that was it. Like breaking up with you was so hard. I was heartbroken yeah. because of all the words that the Lord had given me. But then particularly because of this hurt of like, again, feeling like I wasn't seen. Rightly. Rightly again. And like being like, oh, is this ever going to happen? Is this ever going to be the case? But I needed to start there, I think, mm. and I to be able to build the foundation of saying, I need to go to the Lord <laughs> to get it first yeah. before looking Absolutely. at it for from anybody else. And so, I, I mean, I I don't want to say I needed to be hurt in that way, but the Lord used that. He for used you. it. He yeah. so used it because I was able to start there and say right okay, I'm, I'm nipping this in the bud and I'm not going to go to anybody else to tell me what right. it is except for the creator. Right. Because his word says in Song of Solomon, you are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. And if that's true, then whoever sees me should be saying that too. <laughs> right. And I don't if want that to truth. sound arrogant. If they know the truth. If they know the truth. About who you are, mm-hmm. then that's yeah. the case. Exactly. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's really good. That's really good. I'm glad you said that. So, so one of the things that I was thinking about yeah. um, was during during this time, I'm the Lord had called me in this year apart to meet with guys who were in broken situations, mm-hmm. um, who were divorced or went through bad breakups or whatever it is. And they're sound just, familiar, people. This yeah, is what I did too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm meeting with guys yeah. um, who are going through it just to be consistent, mm-hmm. to help them and see them through and remind them of the way God feels about them. And in this time, I'm getting, I'm getting a, a question really frequently, which is, hey, Austin, how do you know when you're ready to date again? Like, how do you know when you're ready? Mm-hmm. So I'm getting that from from guys who have been, you know, di- divorced and yeah. they're, they're like, I don't know what I'm ready. And my response is always the same. You know, you're ready to date when you don't need to date, when you're fully satisfied in God and you, you're happy with where you are. You, and you can you, want to date. You're not looking. Yeah. You can want to date. There's nothing wrong yeah. with wanting to date, but, but you're not in a place where you're like, oh, I need to date to be happy. Yeah. You're like, you know what? I'm actually fully satisfied mm-hmm. now in God. I can look God in the eyes and say, like Psalm 73, 25, Whom have I in heaven but you, and besides you I desire nothing on earth. My heart is full. Yeah. You're my shepherd. I don't have any wants. So that was my response always to the question, 
when I don't know when I'm ready. And so I would always say, hey, boys, just so you know. Hey, boys. Yeah, just so you know, <laughs> that's the type of girl that I'm looking for. I'm looking for a girl who's willing to look me in the eyes and say, you know what? I don't need this. I'm fully satisfied right here mm-hmm. where I am because I get my reflection from God. See, I'm looking at him. I'm satisfied. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. And so the Lord did this work in that year um, to bring us both to that place. Yeah. So I was already saying that as I'm preaching this to these guys, yeah. I was I was really living that. God, you're all that I need. Yeah. You know, I, I really, I don't need a relationship. I'm restored now. Yep. There is no relationship that is going to restore me. I'm already, I've made it. Amen. I've reached it with you, <laughs> God. And so we had a conversation um, after this year, we ended up, you know, I ended up reaching out. She ends up saying like, Hey, I just, so you know, like, I don't need this. Like I'm fully satisfied in God. And, you, and this is the words you said. You said, I could take my oath of celibacy right now. And I was like, Frick, I need to date this woman. <laughs> so I was like, so that's when I, that's when I asked like, Hey, we, we need to go on a date then because this is what I've been, this is what I've been praying for. This is what I've been preaching to guys. Yeah. Um, and so, and I, I want to say yeah. to that too, because I mean, obviously I talk a lot about dating on this podcast and I, I, and I really do believe that, that we need, I couldn't agree with you more that we need to have our foundation of being satisfied in the Lord. 100%. Yeah. It's okay to want it. Right. And I think that that's where people get confused. That they, wrong with it. They, mi- they mix the need for the want. Sure. And it's okay to want it and it's oh, okay yeah. to reach after it and and work towards it even yeah. but we have to have the foundation of having all of our needs met from the lord right absolutely yeah. and so in this process you know you're getting your your satisfaction in god and you're in a good place you're mm-hmm. actually in a position where you can give where you're not going to be shaken when someone doesn't see you rightly right you know so for me the Lord is doing this a similar thing. He's bringing me to a place where I'm fully satisfied in him. And and I'm not like dissatisfied yeah. when I'm not seeing some worldly um, form of beauty. Yeah. Some twisted form of beauty. If I'm not seeing that, oh, then I'm dissatisfied. No, not anymore because my satisfaction is in God. Yeah. And then because I'm satisfied, I can look at you and actually see you. <laughs> Like, oh, you're like, you're Ellie, your phone, Ellie. We had a great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and now here we are, like in person, we can actually do that yeah. instead of me, you know, my vision being blocked yeah. from seeing you. So um, comparison, it's an issue. And yeah. in a lot of people, a lot, of, a lot, of, honestly, in our culture, I think it's, it is a huge thing. It is, it is put on a pedestal in a lot of ways, yeah. TV, music. Um, just comparing yourself to this ideal that isn't beauty. Like, it's not even real. It's not even real. It's not even real. And so it it, it can't be beauty. The enemy cannot, he cannot create anything. He just distorts things. Right. And, I mean, every, every good and beautiful thing comes from God. So the enemy can't create, like, this weird beauty thing. It's just, it's fake. Right. It's all fake. Right. And and it's so just to to your point like it's so pervasive in our culture and in the way that we live it's everywhere it's, it's surrounded terrible. it's it's all around us where we're just bombarded by these by 
this this comparison spirit yeah. of saying I'm not good enough or you're not good enough or right. or, or where you know like you're not meeting the bar or I need to try harder or whatever whatever it is when yeah when we have to have the foundation of just being of just what does God say <laughs> right. what does the creator say and right. this sounds so elementary because we're, we're taught we're taught this in Sunday school at like you know fifth grade yeah but this is everything this is how we see other people it's how we see ourselves it's right. how we see God mm-hmm. because if we're if we're looking around around us and comparing other things we're not seeing God rightly either right so we have to have this right we have to get it right and we, you know, you and I were like God honoring people. We wanted to do things right. We were like, right. we had made mistakes in the past, sure. recorrected, and we were still struggling with this. We're still totally. dealing with it. Yeah. And I think it really is this spirit that just purposefully drives a wedge in between connection, in between true and godly, good yeah. connection. Yeah. And praise God, we're not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Comparison. We're not there anymore. Yeah. Comparison will cause disconnection yeah. for sure. Um, it will cause disconnection. It will cause you to not see, yeah. to not be in the moment, yeah. to not be present um, and to not be satisfied. Like yeah. we want to be satisfied and that comes from God. It doesn't come from some twisted you know, version of beauty or something. Yeah. So just learning. So we both uh in short we've both had to learn how over time and we're still in process yeah. we're not perfect we're getting married and we're at that place praise god <laughs> but we're you know we're people and and, we and we're working through things just like mm-hmm. just like you so um but but comparison has been something that we've we've really worked done a lot of work in yeah. in both of our lives and really ultimately just coming back to who is God for me? Yeah. Um, and where is my satisfaction found? I think. I think that's a big. That's a big part of it. Yeah, totally. I, I was just thinking, you know, it can, it can feel really hard to get away from these ways of thinking. Yeah. It can feel hard, and and you know that's okay. It's okay to feel that. Yeah. But that's a good the, point. the your point is there is a way out. Yeah. And and actually you. You don't have to live there for your whole life. Yeah. You you can actually not because you're so strong and you can, you know, muscle yeah. your way out of it. I couldn't do that. I could never, you know, uh, be strong enough to shape my vision or shape the you're way that I strong. saw you. I'm a little bit strong. <laughs> but but the point is it's okay it's okay that these are hard things yeah. to deal with for us it's been like years to yeah. work through these things like that's a real yeah that's a real thing but there is hope like that's the point there is yeah. hope and and it's it's by god's strength ultimately yeah. i give all the glory to him for the freedom that Amen. i'm experiencing and you as well as we trust in him mm-hmm. He, he is the heart changer, you know, he is the, he's the way maker. So, so you can trust him to, to, to work through these hard things. 
you know, it, it does not have to be forever. Yeah. This can be a season and it's difficult, but keep going because there's hope. There's hope for these things. And, mm-hmm. and we are a testimony to that. You know, we started and there was no chemistry, you know, there was no chemistry. And here we are, you know, really having to build a trust relationship with God mm-hmm. to have these things worked out of our lives. And I can say we've had the best dates that I've ever even, I didn't know a person could have such good dates. <laughs> I really didn't. I'm being serious. Yeah. Like when we were in, we were in Hawaii that time, one time, I had the best salmon. <laughs> you looked amazing. <laughs> By the, I mean, so many good dates, right? Yeah. This is a testament to God. This isn't that, oh, we were so strong. We we fought off our issues. Yeah. This is God. This is, this is you can trust him. Like we, yeah. we trusted him and we are a testament to how he can change your life. 100%. So good. Thank you, there my you love. Of course. You're the best. <laughs> I'm really excited to do these podcast episodes with you because I think it's just good to be honest and share testimony. Yeah. That's well, what, we just jumped into it this we one. Did. We just we did. dove into the things. Yeah. And, you know, we're like, our relationship was not all sunshine and rainbows. And this took a nope. lot of work. Tons of work. A lot of work. <laughs> and it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And I, I just want to be, I want, I want to be here to be encouraging to those of you that are listening that are praying for marriage, praying for remarriage, um, or just, or, you know, wanting to be single. Like that's all, that's amazing. Oh yeah. We, we're not alone in it and there's struggle within all of it. Yeah. In it. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. But we're, but God is using it and he is so faithful. Right. Right. Absolutely. Restoration does not happen in a relationship. We found restoration in God 100%. individually. It doesn't come with, you know, getting married like we are. We found that we found satisfaction yeah. in Him. So, as you trust in the Lord, He will renew your strength, and you can trust in Him. Absolutely. Thank you so much, listeners. Thank you for being here and for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you're not subscribed already. Love that on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give it a rating, a five-star rating, if you would, and write a review because it really does help me out. Share it with a friend because we never know who is going through something hard or maybe you're engaged or, or almost engaged. Maybe this would be a good podcast to listen to. We are also very excited to invite you listeners to our wedding. Austin and I are getting married on May 8th, 2020 at 6.30 Central Standard Time. And we are going to be live streaming our wedding on Facebook. We're so excited about this. We set up our own page to be live streaming this wedding and we want you to be there. We believe in the context of community, celebrating and worshiping with us as we enter into covenant. And so we want to invite you to be there with us. We want you to also take a photo of yourselves as you're watching our wedding and tag it on social media using the hashtag pandemic reclaimed. That information is found in my show notes. Remember, there is healing. There is redemption in Jesus. There's always hope. Hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.